Hello and welcome to the Nature Unplugged podcast, where we are all about cultivating consciousness in the digital age. Let's get going. Hello, welcome to the podcast. Mic check. Testing. Binker's bean. Hello and welcome to the Nature Unplugged podcast. We are excited to be here with me, your host, Sebastian Sloven, and with me, co-host Sonia Mohammed. Hi, everybody. Good morning. Good morning, Sonia. Good morning. Good morning. It's early, but we have our tea. We're going to be okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm excited about this episode. Today, we are going to talk about how to get more green time. So do you ever feel like you want to get out and experience nature more often, but aren't sure where to go, Sonia? Sometimes. Mm. Or are you looking to mix up your nature adventures? Always. Always. Sometimes. Wow. <laughs> Sometimes well, better. <laughs> well, this episode is all about how to get more green time, nature time, mm-hmm. aka nature time, into your life and, you know, kind of by default, less screen time. We're going to talk about the benefits of nature. It's good to remind ourselves what the benefits of nature are. This has always been encouraging or inspiring to get outside more and get the benefits. Yep. For sure. We're also going to share some of our favorite tips and resources to help you enjoy the great outdoors more often and with greater ease. So this episode is all about ways to access nature more frequently and with more variety. Sounds lovely. Sounds lovely. Sonia, any Nature Unplugged updates? What, what do we have going on? Yeah, we have yeah. yeah we have launched our book um, experience experience nature unplugged a guide to wellness in the digital age it came out in March in both paperback and ebook formats we even reached Amazon bestseller status yay <laughs> that was great and exciting so if you haven't seen a copy of that yet or got your copy of that yet we recommend you grab it lots of great resources in there. Um, And then we also want to uh, let you know a little bit more about our services. If you feel like you want a deeper dive to find balance between green time and screen time, we offer uh, a ton of different services to help you, including our e-new wellness programs and walks, e-new adventures, retreats and excursions, and even e-new workshops and presentations for teams and groups. Yeah. Reach out to us if you'd like to do any of those things. We're ready. (laughs) We are. Any other updates? Those are the updates. Oh my goodness. Okay, so let's talk about this. We've done this in previous episodes, talked about the benefits of nature, but I think it's a good reminder as a way to, you know, encourage us to get our nature time. Our daily nature adventure. Our DNA. <laughs> Go, Sonia. Okay, great. So, uh, as we Just know... Just some of the basics. Yeah, the basics. So, we've got some different intervals or doses of time that we recommend. So... Five minutes is great, you know, just during your day, during your work day, school day, pop outside. If you can get five minutes, you'll see a boost in your mood. It's positive emotions, um, like self-esteem and happiness. So that's great. Sometimes I just bask in the sun for five five minutes. minutes. Um, 15 minutes, we start to see drops in our cortisol levels, which is our stress hormone. So 15 minutes, about 16% drop in stress. My goodness. (laughs) And then 90 to 120 minutes is also getting into a really good spot for reducing depressive symptoms and anxiety. Um, so if you're, you know, if you can do that once a day, ideally, but once a week at least, um, getting that chunk of time outside will really sort of help with your emotional and mental health state. 
And then the big one is three days in nature. Uh, if you're able to squeeze that in either a long weekend or um, I don't know if you somehow can get like a Monday through Wednesday off, that's cool. Uh, kudos to you. You start to see sort of like your brain reset and relax and restore. Your, your thinking becomes clearer, your mental acuity becomes better, focus, creative problem solving, etc. Um, and lots of physical benefits as well uh, for our immune system in that range too. So those are the general doses of nature, just as a reminder. Yeah, good reminder. Yeah. Long story short, nature's good for you <laughs> as a way to balance our intensely screen-heavy lives. Well, for some of us. Yeah. Maybe many well, of us. For most of us, yeah. Most of us, yeah, yeah. Okay, so thank you for that, Sonia. Those are the some of the benefits of nature. Yeah. Good right. reminder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about this. So recently we went on a Nature Unplugged team retreat. Mm. It was really cool. It was really cool. We went to Mammoth, Mammoth Lakes area. I'm actually wearing my Mammoth shirt right now. It's a podcast. I know. People can't see it. That's why I said it. (laughs) (laughs) So we went to Mammoth as a team, and we stayed in a beautiful little spot. Uh, And I I am kind of new to Mammoth. I've only been there once before, which is sort of all my outings have been really around the ocean, most of them. Mm -hmm. So it's new for me to go to the mountains. But Mammoth, if you're not familiar with it, is a it's a kind of a ski resort zone and summer outing resort zone in the eastern Sierras located. It's about six hours, seven hours from San Diego, uh, kind of southeast of San Francisco, on the other side, on the east side of the great Sierra Nevadas. And it's a really beautiful spot. And when we were up there, we were like, okay, we did we did a little skiing, a little snowboarding. And of course, team building and all that. But we were interested in exploring some new hikes, and uh, we've got our resources, you know, to find our mm-hmm. to find places that we want to go in new areas. And we're like, this could be a cool podcast to talk about, yeah, to share with other people what we use to get outside. I mean, it's I think when you grow up in an area or when you live in an area for a long time, you just sort of know by chance go. you know where yeah. to go. You talk to people. But even if even in your own area, you know, there's uh, there's ways, there's resources to get uh, if you want to mix it up, if you want more variety and if you want to go more often, there's some resources. So we're going to talk about that. Yeah. Well, and I I would say never underestimate the power of just like asking a bunch of people where they would recommend. Um, First off, that's a great one. But if you want to be a little more technical or efficient, if you don't have the time to you know walk around town and just ask a bunch of strangers where they would recommend you hike. Um, we really love all trails. Yeah. So this is going to be our first recommendation, mm-hmm. official first recommendation. Mm-hmm. All trails. If you're not familiar with it, we highly recommend you check it out. It is. So it is tech. It is tech related. <laughs> it is an app. Uh, it's also, you know, it's a website and an app. You can use it on your phone. You can use it on your computer. Um, and really, it's we've been using it for a while. It's really cool. I am. I want to do a little caveat here that I am typically... Not anti, that's a strong word. But I feel like getting more, downloading more apps and stuff to experience nature always felt a little funny for me. Yeah, me. sure. So, but All Trails is a, we've used it, we've vetted it. I feel like it. this is one of the exceptions. This is an exception. I mean, there's a few out there, but um, I think we, obviously, we don't want to get overwhelmed with tech when we're outside, but All Trails is great. And really, it's a, um, it's a great way to find new hikes in your area. You can do a lot of stuff with the app. You can use it for, we've used it for navigation on longer treks and excursions. You can track your hikes so you know how far you went, your elevation and all that. Um, 
mainly, I think the main w reason we use it is to find new places. So basically, uh, you pull it up and let's do it right now. Let's check it out. What's yeah. in all trails? Yeah. And I mean, it, it um, can tell where you're located and then recommends trails near you. So uh, yeah. that's very helpful. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So it gives you a, a variety of trails in your immediate area, ranging, you know, it gives you kind of easy, medium, uh, or hard moderate, hard, moderate, hard, that kind of stuff. Gives you the length. And there's also, so I'm going to click in on a trail. This is a this is a trail that we like in our local area. It's called Annie's Canyon Trail. Mm -hmm. One of our favorites. We knew about it before all trails. <laughs> we did. I actually grew up going here yeah. when it was called the Mushroom Caves. I don't think I've seen any mushrooms in that area. Mm -hmm. What am I missing? Well. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. I don't know if it's about growing oh. mushrooms there, Sonia. Wow. This is a family show. Deep, deeper understanding of that name now. Yeah, it was kind of a place. It was, you'd have to go, you went on this normal trail and you have to, you, this was, you know, back in the day, you know, you'd go off trail, explore through, you'd kind of like hike, you'd climb under fallen trees and over fallen trees yeah. and you'd find yourself in this mystical uh, sort of cave area. Mm. It was cool. Yeah. Anyway. Fast forward a number of years, they've cleared away all the dead trees, and now you can hike it with your family. And your dog, actually. It's less mushroom-related. It's dog-friendly. I never did mushrooms at, at the Andes Canyon. Just want to clarify Thank that for the for, uh, reader, yeah, for the listener. Um, but apparently that's, yeah. Okay, so Andes Canyon, I po pulled it up. Andes Canyon, <laughs> this is nuts. It has, this is there's a the star rating. It's got a, um, is this four and a half stars? 1262 reviews. reviews that's incredible so it basically gives you an, it gives you an overview of the hike uh the length the elevation gain the type you know is it a loop is it an out and back what's the deal uh there's a map you can you can download or just look at and there are reviews which is cool so you can read about again 4.5 wow that's great well what i like about the reviews is that it I mean, you know, people write some short stuff, write some long stuff, but it also shows you how recently they wrote it. So it gives you a lot of good information about how accessible the trail is. Like, was it washed out? Is there snow? Um, was it really crowded? Right. Those sorts of things. And then also in the app above the reviews is um, usually a little notice if anything's happening. So like you'll see clo COVID closures, you'll see um, like maintenance alerts, et cetera, to give you a sense of what's going on there too. Yeah. And Andy's Canyon, by the way, is closed. Well, the slot part is closed. The slot part, yeah. The trail is still open, yeah. It's a slot canyon, meaning a very narrow little canyon. I'll read a review. It was short, but interesting. Not going to lie, I did get a little claustrophobic going through the canyon. It got very narrow. So oh. that's good to know. You know, if you're someone who... Yeah. Oh, if you're someone who uh, doesn't like confined spaces, maybe not the best hike for you. Because it, <laughs> yeah. it does get kind of... It's not too crazy, but it does get... Pretty tight. Well, that's interesting, too, because that suggests that the slot is open. That's true. Yeah. Interesting. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe they just snuck up into it. Yeah. So All Trails is really cool. A-L-L Trails. All Trails. <laughs> I'll spell <laughs> no, it that's out. Helpful. Uh, but their mission is really cool. It's like, um, you know, it basically says, the beauty of nature doesn't need to be hard to find. Our goal is simple. Build the largest collection of hand curated trail guides so you can explore the outdoors with confidence anytime anywhere yeah and i like in particular that you can one record your hike but you can also go offline so you don't need service to um 
use the app. I think initially you do, but you can download sort of the, the trail so that you can use it offline. And that's really helpful because a lot of times on these hikes, you'll pop in and out of service. And um, some of the ways we use it is we'll sort of start recording and activating the map in the trail and then put it in our pocket and then try to sort of navigate it ourselves with signs and paper maps. And then if, if we're feeling like we maybe got off track, um, or we want to check in with where we're at, we can just pull out the phone, look at where we're at, and see if we've veered off the trail, uh, if we need to circle back, etc. So it's sort of a great check and balance to those who might prefer, prefer a paper map, but also want the um, security of being able to actually see in real time where you are. Absolutely. And I think this is a very good example of using tech in an intentional way. It's not like we're on our phone the whole time while we're, while we're using this, but it's a good it's a good backup and resource. And, you know, you just mentioned it, but we were just recently, we've done a few excursions recently. Mm-hmm. We were just out in another mountain area, local mountain, Palomar Mountain. That's right. Which I had never been to before. Me either. I always went to Mount Laguna and Julian and different mountains, but uh, Palomar Mountain, which Pretty is great. Cool, yeah. About an hour away from Sandy, from where we live in San Diego. Really beautiful spot. And we were on a hike in the Palomar Mountain, is it the county park? Or state park. State park. State park. And had a paper map. We were prepared. Had all our things. We went on this pretty long hike. We also had all trails as backup. And we ended up, it was, we were in this big meadow area, which was sort of hard to navigate. There was kind of different little trails going different ways. And we ended up going, kind of overshooting our turnaround and using all trails as a backup. And it was really helpful, actually. Yeah. We were like, we can't find, do we cross here? This doesn't look right on the map. And then we pulled up all trails and we're like, oh, we walked like 15 minutes past where we were supposed to turn around. Um, very helpful because it was starting to get a little questionable. Um, meadows are surprisingly hard. Meadows are hard. Yeah. Meadows are hard to nav- navigate. Um. So anyhow, <laughs> we highly recommend all trails. And then also as a, as an, additional recommendation mm-hmm. let's go more old school with it what is some... oh one thing one other thing oh, i want to say real so... quick about all trails um it also tells you like where to park and how to access the trailhead because sometimes that's really confusing too so that's true i, I like that as well or that's sometimes great... there's multiple access points so also very helpful that's yeah. a great point because it's often it's often that's often the biggest barrier for yeah. people is you have your you have your spot that you go and you, you have it all sorted out with where to park and where to go and this is, I think that's a really good point because, yeah, you know, you got to know where to go. Yeah. And so if it gives it, a, a lot of these exactly, it says like where to go for the trailhead and if there's multiple ones and where to park and all that stuff. Yeah. And that's, that's it's big. not fun to be driving around for 30 minutes trying to figure out how to access the trail. So <laughs> that's true. Yeah. That's a great point. Um, and I think, you know, in addition to using tech, we always recommend if you have, especially if you're kind of more out there backcountry so to speak uh, having a paper map with you as well yeah, definitely. it's it's i think a great i mean great for so many reasons great to great to have something analog like that it's a different way to engage rather than just on a screen mm-hmm. and it's really cool and fun i think to practice navigation skills you know uh, a paper map and a compass uh to just you know practice going from point to point getting your directions down Obviously, knowing the, knowing which directions you're going, a map is a great way to go. You know, like as Sonia said, I think go for using the map, and you have all trails as backup if need be. 
Yeah. My navigation skills are not stellar. So this is something I am actually working on. <laughs> I do a daily quiz for Sonia. <laughs> Which direction Which is direction? north, south? Yeah. But it's easy Which direction is that, the, Sonia? You can, when you can see the ocean, it's pretty easy. But You have to know it at all times. I know. I often don't. Because you never know when someone's going to quiz you on the direction. <laughs> right. Exactly. Okay. So all trails, highly recommend. Paper maps, highly recommend. Where do you get paper maps? Yeah, you know, it's a good question. Paper maps are, are great. You can, I mean, sometimes if you have a book of the area, there are paper maps in it. Often if you're at a county or state park, they'll have free paper maps available to navigate. Uh, and actually all trails or other online resources allow you to print before you go. So you could do that as well. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, I remember we were visiting the Knowles. Were you with me with this? We were visiting the Knowles headquarters in Tucson a while ago. And they had, they had some, just bought some like crazy printer to print out like legit big giant paper maps. Oh, cool. I forget the exact deal, but it was super cool. I was like, we should get one. And then there was like, it, was, it cost $10,000. The printer? Yeah, it was something, it was like some crazy giant printer you know to, uh, to, to like for the size and all that stuff to, to be legit we'll just go to fedex maybe it wasn't 10 grand, but it was a lot yeah. yeah but yeah all that's a great point all trails you can print it out before you go or yeah most state parks county parks national parks of course will have maps for you to check out but it's mm-hmm. nice to have to be prepared before you go and then uh, another thing is books you know this is if you're listening to this and you live in San Diego County, uh, there are a lot of books on hiking in San Diego, or in, I imagine hiking in different places, but we're fortunate in San Diego to have this one particular book called A Foot and a Field in San Diego County. And it's seriously, it's been around for a long time. I think it's now in the fifth edition. I want to say since the 80s. I could confirm that. You have no idea. No idea. But it's been around for a while and been updated as it, as. Uh, the years have gone on and things have changed, neighborhood new trails have developed and all that stuff. But basically, it's like every single trail in San Diego County, written description. It's basically all trails, but in a book. It's awesome. If I, I think I will go to that, if I'm in San Diego, that's my first resource is a foot in the field. I mean, I use all trails. That's cool, too. But the book's great. Yeah, it has more description of, you know, the area, the development of the land, the geography, what animals like flora, fauna you'll find um, typically. And it is fun. It's fun to have a book that you can use also. Um, and it's and it wouldn't just have to be this too. I think Seb's going to talk about it a little bit more. But also um, any book that's going to enhance your experience outside, whether that's a birding book or like a plant, local plant, native plant book. Um, all of those are great because once you can sort of start to identify things, it becomes a lot, becomes a lot more fun. Yeah, that's really true. I, I I mean, it depends on how hardcore I want to be, but I typically will have my birding book. Mm-hmm. We can talk more about that, but maybe binos. not today. Uh, binos, compass, uh, my plant book, if I'm going hard, if I'm going, yeah. if I'm going We're full tilt. We're going to make tilt. a whole day of it, yeah. Uh, and then a foot in a field. But then you're like... Then you've got a lot of books in your bag. You got to seriously, you got some weight. It's weight training. It's weight training. Yeah, that's right. It's cardio. <laughs> Cardio and weight training. But what's so cool about, and I, you know, I would, I haven't done this research. Maybe this would have been good before the podcast, but it would be cool if there was a foot in the field in every county. Hmm. I don't think there is. Yeah. Or some version of that. So that's something to check out. If you're not in San Diego County, is there some awesome go to book resource? Probably. Yeah, there probably is. 
Every but county's... It, but it may not be a foot in the field. But it may not be as good as our cool book, but resort. it probably is pretty good. Yeah. But for example, so a foot in the field is really cool. It separates the county. San Diego County, if you don't know, it's a giant area. It's, it's a, you know, I don't know how many square miles, but it's, it's big. You know, <laughs> it goes probably... I would say... I might just be totally guessing. Maybe guess. is this 70. I'm going to go. It's like a square. Okay. 75 miles north, south, maybe 100 miles east, west. I could be off on that. I could be off. We'll, we'll circle back. But anyway, it's a large area. And the, the book breaks it down into different sections. And within each section, like, for example, the Laguna Mountains. It's a really, really cool area. It's about an hour from where we live. It's still in San Diego County. And... The section starts out with like a really in-depth description of the area, some of the history, as Sonia mentioned, the geography, um, maybe some of the cultural geography, like the, you know, indigenous people who live there and all sorts of stuff like that, animals that are commonly seen. And then it gets into the details of all the all the trails. There's a ton of good maps. You know, Garnet Peak, this is one of our favorite hikes, (laughs) 2.4 miles out and back. 1.4 1.4 hours, 1.5 hours, and it's so it's it gives you distance, hiking time, elevation gain and loss, difficulty, trail use. You know, is it are dogs allowed? Is it good for kids? Best times. This is a year round. Um, the agency who can who kind of oversees that area, that's interesting, and then gives you uh, lets you know where to go for like maps and notes, directions, and then a full on description. It's really great. It is great. It's great if you don't want to use an app. Check out a foot in a field in San Diego County if you live in San Diego County. One more shout out about San Diego County. I've said this before. It's the most biodiverse county in the lower 48 states. It's a big deal. It is a big deal. Sonia's rolling her eyes because she's from Philadelphia. Not the most biodiverse county. We do have Valley Forge National Historical Site, which is home to where George Washington camped out for a summer. Winter. Uh, Anyway. (laughs) More on that in another episode, uh, the Philadelphia version. (laughs) We've got two hikes. Just kidding. Philadelphia is cool. Don't knock it. Don't knock it. Yeah. No, Pennsylvania. Beautiful country. Beautiful. Beautiful country. I often think about when I see a deer in San Diego, it's a really big deal. And San Diego is always like, back where I live, deer were a pest. They ate our gardens or whatever. You know, they're just like all over the place. Yeah. Did you ever hunt a deer? Did you ever go deer hunting? I did not deer hunt, though plenty of people did. Interesting. Anything else on resources, Sonia? I think that's a good summary of resources. Pretty good summary. So we got, again, go to Tech One, all trails. We'll link it in in our show notes. Have paper paper maps. It's great. And then um, check out books in your area. And this is also, I love the books because you can spend some time uh, like if you're at home just hanging out, sometimes I'll just read about other areas and trails mm-hmm. versus being on, on your phone. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. You know what time it is? What time? It's time for some new news. New news. Oh, new bringing news. back new news. New news has been out of, out of circulation for a little bit, but we're bringing it back. Cool. I hope I'm this is going to be a regular it. feature on our podcast. New news, of course, if you're not familiar with it, it's NU News, standing for Nature Unplugged News, not NEW News. But it's also sometimes new, as in N-E-W. Get it? Sort of. Got it. N-U. No, I got it. Yeah, N-U. Got it. New news. New news. Okay, so the new news for this week, I just saw this. My sister actually just sent me this uh, 
this story. There was an octopus attack in Australia, in Western Australia. Are octopus attacks uncommon? I think they are highly they are highly uncommon. Yeah. Okay. And I think the reason why this is interesting for new news mm-hmm. is because I'm obsessed with this documentary. You may have seen it called My Octopus Teacher. Have we talked about that? Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> My Octopus Teacher is really great, so definitely check that out if you haven't seen it. But it's about a man who has a sort of... A friendship. Uh, a deep friendship. Beyond a friendship, Sonia. Okay. It's spiritual. Sure. It's a spiritual connection with a little octopus. Yeah. Does it have a name? Mm, I don't think he named it. I don't think he named it. But... It, I have this sort of, it changed my uh, view of what an octopus was. And it was this sort of like, I mean, I think they still are highly intelligent, mm-hmm. almost like alien-like creatures, but really benevolent, kind-hearted. Uh, is this anthropomorphism? <laughs> giving it human uh, yeah. qualities, yeah. for sure. But anyway, I just saw this, this um, I won't go into too much details. We'll link it in the show notes, but there was a guy... I think he was near Perth, Australia, so west coast of Australia, um, swimming and exploring the beach with his uh, with his kids. Uh, saw an octopus jump out of the water. Gets his phone out to film it. His phone out to film it, and he was uh, subsequently attacked. The octopus jumped out of the water. Yeah, jumped out of the water, then like attacked on, him. I think attacked him. No, I think he was in the water. He looked, like so the octopus did like a dolphin dive out of the dolphin water? dive, and he pull, pulled his phone out, and then he was attacked. He had his phone in the water. I think it was nearby. Did you capture this? I think it's on. I think it's on. Um, video. It's on the line. Yeah. But it's like a video footage. I of think the, there's video footage. Is of the it. guy okay? He's okay. He sustained some injuries. You can. Oh, see. it's his neck. Dang. <laughs> he got whap- He got like just uh, tentacle whapped in the arm and neck. Ah, uh, was it a very big octopus? You know, that's a good question. I haven't actually seen the um, the video, but we'll uh, we'll post it. Yeah. How interesting. Yeah, I I think I would be pretty scared if I encountered an octopus in the wild. They just they sort of scare me a little bit. Yeah, so I I think the moral of the new news for this week is, you know, octopus, they may be intelligent and very special, but they can also attack you. So beware. I think that goes for most wildlife, right? Like keep a safe distance. Um, marvel at the wonder of the wildlife at a safe distance. Don't approach for a picture. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that's the new news for this week. <laughs> Sounds great. Just some octopus um, knowledge for you. Well, that'll wrap up this episode of the Nature Unplugged podcast. Thank you so much for listening. You can find our episodes on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, and any other podcast platforms. We're now on YouTube even. Oh, my goodness. We'd love it if you could take a moment to rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and like us on YouTube. It really helps our channel a ton. Be sure and visit www.natureunplugged.com for more information about our coaching, workshops, presentations, and retreats, as well as other wonderful free resources like this podcast. You can find more detailed show notes on our website. You just click free resources, then click podcasts. Well, thank you so much for listening. In the meantime, remember to experience Nature Unplugged. Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone. change like seasons out of our control if you think you should go I will let you go